Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists Christmas bonus episode. Wow, we must have, no, you must have been really good this year to get this shit. That's right, everybody on the NISOs. Well, I don't know about everybody. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, well. some naughty listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's a full show. Um, full show might actually be the, the catchphrase of 2020. Full show. Full show. Um, 2020 highlights. That's the purpose of this episode, kind of, right? Uh, kind of. But you know what, babe? First, let's crack open a delicious Bud Light Platinum Seltzer. Oh, oh wow! That was that was. I'll have our listeners know that was in sync. Was that in sync? It, it sounded, sounded like one. Yeah, it was pretty right. good. But there's definitely two big old cans of Bud Light seltzer. Cheers, babe. Cheers, babe. Love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <sighs> Bud Light Platinum Seltzer made to quench anyone's thirst and insatiable appetite for all things festive this time of year. This holiday season, give the gift of Bud Light Seltzer to your family and friends if you want to stay on Santa's nice list. Holla. Holla dollars. I got to say, when uh, Bud Light Seltzer and Holding Hands and Throwing Fists first connected, (laughs) it made sense because we were just big fans of Bud Light Seltzer, you know? Then they sent us some of the platinum. We've talked about this before, but I got to really say it, especially now. Maybe I'm feeling it. I'm feel I'm in my fields because of the holiday season. You must I was like, be. All right, cool. But like seltzer, you know, they're giving us a platinum version. Cool, no big deal. Whatever. It's just like you know, uh, a premium version. But is it really? I really like it, man. It's it is special. So Bud Light Platinum Seltzer, your team deserves like an extra pat on the back. Absolutely. The flavors, some might say, are even better than the ugly sweater pack or the standard pack. What I am drawn to is the 8% alcohol content as opposed to 5 Like, way to get bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. And it's made with agave. Do I really know what that means? Not really, right? Because I haven't seen agave. I haven't touched agave, have I? Yeah, but, but you love agave with tequila. I love agave in anything, so. And, um, but you know what? We're honest, right? Like, obviously, Bud Light Seltzer pays us all the money. They're... There's just a lot of calories in the platinum one. That's why it's special. It's a one time, once in a yeah. while kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to drink it all right now. Yeah, but. Of course. <laughs> well, so we had a really good year. We just wanted to do a quick rundown just to kind of look back and be grateful for all the events that we've had in MMA this year. Really, you know, we're big fans of all the other organizations, Bellator, One Championship, whatever it is, sometimes boxing, we'll, we'll watch a bare knuckle uh, mm-hmm. thing, you know, uh, we missed, uh, what do you call it, the Tyson and um, your, your man, uh, Roy Jones Jr. fight, you know, but whatever, oh, this, I don't care about it was a wedding and stuff like that, but this year we're really going to focus on the UFC because they pulled through during a really difficult year in terms of providing entertainment. I just rewatched... Um, well, not rewatch. I watched it for the first time because I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> the last fight of the year, which was Wonder Boy versus Jeff Neal. We talked about that last week. Wonder Boy won by unanimous decision. Great fight. But the stats that they were giving at the beginning of the first round was just absolutely crazy. The UFC do, do share. Do put share. on 26 events in a row <laughs> from July. That's insane. That, wait, like weekends in a row then? 26 weekends wow, in a row. Wow. That is... 
That's wonderful. And the last fight of the year, it really lived up to expectations. It was great. Wonder Boy looked great. So, I'm know. really happy for Wonder Boy, even though if you guys re- might remember, we wanted both to win. That's right. So that's actually good that it at least went to decision. That was good. So then, in a way, they both did win. And Jeff Neal showed that he had heart, for sure. Um, just some things I want to talk about that from this year. Cowboy versus Connor at the beginning. Mm. That, that was the first pay-per-view of the year. Great start. Uh, Hooker versus Felder in Auckland. Felder got robbed. Felder got robbed, but we still had a great time watching a great fight. Oh, everyone, this just in. I mean, I told George during the week, but I think you should all know because everyone keeps track of my shit list. Dan Hooker has moved himself on up to the top. He's just such a dick. Ugh. Is he? I'm over his shit. Yeah. I, I just I can't I can't deal with him. And then he like was rude about Charles Oliveira for no reason. He called him a pussy for like literally no reason. Like stay just, away. The guy who just beat Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. Ben, Joey Benavidez versus Figgy. I mean that was a, a tough dramatic saga. Twice. Twice. Yeah. And then Figgy fought another two times. Right. That's that was just craziness. But you know. Yeah. I wonder if he's gonna get fighter of the year. Powerful fights. There's a big case for it. Izzy versus Romero happened this year, which was that weird thing where they didn't engage at all for five five rounds. But before that was my fight of the year, Joanna Young-Jacek versus Wiley Zhang. That fight was just insane. That better be official fight of the year. It really should be. Uh, Kevin Lee versus Charles Oliveira. You know we love Kevin Lee, but Charles Oliveira just always the Bronx coming through, you know? (laughs) Then we had a bunch bunch of cancellations because of, you know, the whole COVID thing. You know, Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. What a war that was. Masvidal stepping in on short notice to fight Usman. That was exciting, even though it turned out to be whatever. You know, a cage hold, <laughs> hold against the cage fight. Uh, Anna's favorite fighter, fighter of the year, Dan Hooker, uh, fought <laughs> Dustin Poirier in another fight of the year <laughs> candidate. Uh, Anna's mom's favorite fight ever took mm-hmm. place this year: Robert Whitaker versus Darren Till. <laughs> wow. Derek Brunson derailed the Shabazian train. Remember that happened? There's just a whole bunch. Um, for your, uh, your man's Colby. He beat uh, Tyron this year, too. There's just, you know. And then the, the past, what we talked about, the back half of season three. Yeah, we don't need to, we don't need to replay that. No, there's just so much. And it was, you know, thank you to all the fighters who really gave it their all to entertain us and stuff like that with all the craziness in the world this was definitely our sense of like normalcy kind of true that and coaches and all the behind the scenes people we truly did enjoy fights this year ray longo got a uh gave you your birthday shout out i know oh my gosh we uh the other day we were gonna text uh raymond chan (laughs) who who does not listen to the podcast (laughs) i know you would be more likely to get a response from ray longo than raymond (laughs) well that's why (laughs) that's why i bring it up because i went to go text raymond chan Chan, and ray longo is now in my phone so his phone number came up first and i almost texted him (laughs) You should just text him Merry Christmas. I should. And actually, this is a freaking Christmas episode. Can we get to some fun shit instead of a recap? All right. I brought this up in one episode jokingly, but here we are. Let's talk about imaginary <laughs> holiday-themed fights and who our picks would be. I love it. Okay. We'll introduce the fights. We decided on the fights together. I think I may have added one or two or like moved them around, um, but neither of us made our picks for any of these fights. So we'll make our picks... Um, 
as as fast as possible. Okay. All right, you kick it I off. I feel like I feel like you're directing that comment at me. There's no one else here, so it's obviously <laughs> towards you. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off with uh, Dancer versus Prancer in the Santa weight division. Okay. Since you're bringing it up, I will make my pick. You can make your pick and explain why. Got and it. we'll go back and forth like that. That will manage our time better. Deal. All right. In Dancer versus Prancer, I'm going with Dancer. Wow. Okay. I'm going with Prancer. <gasps> I was definitely going with Dancer, and then I uh, Googled Prancer, and I really thought in my mind what (laughs) prancing is versus dancing, and I really think that dancers are awesome, and they have great footwork, but I really think that Prancer's footwork is underrated, and even though it's a little all over the place and embellished and stuff like that, like I feel like Prancer is a little bit more like a Conor McGregor type Uh, striking vibe, you know, really like chest out, fluid, exactly. So I'm going to go, because the odds are uh, against Prancer as the under dog i'm gonna go for him excellent all right our next fight in the prelims is miles finch you may know him from elf with that character's name um his real life name is peter dinklage so miles finch versus hermy the dentist in elf weight who do you got i gotta i gotta go with hermy Oh my gosh, thank God. I mean, obviously we're both going with Hermie. Miles Finch is known for giving into his aggression and not being able to contain his emotions. He he hears someone taunt him and he just attacks. This would never work in a fight. Hermie the dentist, on the other hand, he's been down and out. Head elves have told him he is useless. He was sent to the island of misfits. He's fucking been through the ringer. Let's go, Hermie. And he always followed his heart. Let's go, Hermie. And and he has his dentist tools if he has to, you know. You got to think about the, the strength. The strength disparity is huge. Just just their their attitudes alone. So, we got you, Hermie. All right, all right, all right. We're going to go Scrooge versus the Holiday Armadillo in the underrated weight. Ooh. This is strange. <laughs> uh, ooh. It's kind of funny because they both have like hunched over stances and I would wonder how that might affect their fighting skills. Yeah. I'm going... Ooh. It's hard. No, I'm going with Scrooge. Okay. See, the, I think <coughs> we're starting to see a trend here. My initial picks are aligned with you. And then because I sat down and thought about it, I've talked myself out of them. And do you know what you keep saying? Well, I thought about it. Like, I haven't thought about it right now in the three seconds that I thought about it. Okay, well. I thought about it too, you know. Okay, well, think about this then, okay? (laughs) So, Scrooge, I initially thought, hey, he's willing to go where, you know, the Holiday Armadillo might not be willing to go to. He's willing to push the fight into Mm -hmm. that territory, and it's going to be difficult for him. But I just got to say, man, the Holiday Armadillo, structurally, he just has more protection. And you gotta and you gotta respect that because that's just sound structure right there. That's that's a really valid point. It's gonna be hard to hurt the holiday armadillo. Well Scrooge is a tough guy, but he's he's a little bit soft around the edge, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and also you catch him on the wrong day, he's a little emotional. Psst. All right about it. All right, all right. I think those were solid prelims. What do you think? Shall we get to the main card? Main card, let's do it. All right. 
in the monster weight, we have the Abominable Snowman versus the Grinch. Who's going to win? I initially was sure that the <laughs> that the snowman because <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say it. <laughs> Wait, so as I was <laughs> researching, because even this fucking episode, I had to research the abominable snowman is just the yeti. Yeah, they're interchangeable. Uh, you know. Okay. So I was going to pick the yeti, mm-hmm. but I'm going with the Grinch. Is this the? Oh no, this isn't our first time we're picking the same person. I too am going with the Grinch. Wow. wow. One, he's green, and I love green. Two, in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, where we also meet Hermie the Dentist in Elfweight. Um, Hermie took the Yeti's teeth out. He defanged him. He defanged him. And that was his main weapon. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I think he's weakened now. And I think he's also a little bit softer. I just don't think he has that aggression in him. I don't even think he wants to be there. I think think we're on the same page because we just watched this together. Because you could even see after he was defanged, he went went into a grappling exchange with Yukon Cornelius. Oh, right. Yukon Cornelius was a lot smaller and less strong and he dominated that exchange so and Yukon had a gun and he didn't even need to use it yeah you really got to think that the Grinch is going to be able to take with his sense of strategy he's going to be able to take advantage you know of the weak points but big Dr. Seuss fans over here but not big Grinch fans gotta say you know I usually know. so it's, it's hard making that decision I'm glad we were able to set our personal opinions aside all right this is the co-main event, and we're going to go with Buddy the Elf versus Kevin from Home Alone in Human Weight. Ooh. This is hard. We might get divorced after this. We might. Why don't you pick Oh, me? I pick first. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, so I'm not supposed to explain, but I do want to explain that this is bullshit because Home Alone is not a Christmas movie, and I'm using this platform right now to say that it's fucking bullshit just because it takes place around Christmas time that people argue it's a Christmas movie. And I'm going to come off my soapbox Mm -hmm. and say that Buddy the Elf is going to kick Kevin's ass. Yeah, I mean, it's just an age discrepancy there um there's a height discrepancy a strength discrepancy and then you got to say like the guys that uh what's his name kevin kevin, <laughs> kevin mckay <laughs> the guys that kevin mckay play with like joe pesci and that other dude who are formidable opponents they're just not as clever and they don't think as outside the box as betty as Ooh, buddy and i don't think that yeah. that's just gonna work on buddy to be honest you know what i mean he's gonna be able to counter the you know jacks on the steps with maple syrup on the floor you know and i think he's capable. he's gonna play with the jacks on the steps he's gonna yeah. be happy with that exactly and he's he's he doesn't go like so aggression versus aggression so it's not like two rams going against each other and you can easily manipulate him so mm. yeah buddy the elf excellent oh boy here we are main event this holiday season it's <laughs> that was awful it, it started strong <laughs> we have frosty the motherfucking snowman versus rudolph the red nose 
reindeer in classic weight. All right. <sighs> I got my pick. You do? Mm-hmm. You go first. I didn't even think about this yet. It's definitely a bias, but it's a traditional mixed martial arts fight where we're placing the grappler versus the striker. Frosty, excuse me, but like Bottom Seltzer is making his <laughs> presence <laughs> known in my digestive tract. <laughs> I'm waiting to have a really good burp yeah, and yeah, not yeah. just like make our listeners listen to like it. Eh. <laughs> like it's got to be worth it. <laughs> Frosty's the grappler, Rudolph's the striker. And I think that Frosty's going to be able to manipulate the distance. He's going to be able to turn into snow and kind of get around Rudolph's neck. And I think he's going to take his back and put our friend Rudolph to sleep. He's going to turn that red nose off. That was a little harsh. Oh, and I just remembered something else. Well, I mean, obviously I'm picking Rudolph. Okay, that's fair. I think his leg kicks will wear Frosty down. He's known for those calf kicks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Frosty is going to wish he never rolled up into that octagon when Rudolph is done with him. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I think. And you know what? Um, I just remembered right now that we were supposed to put Santa in here. But that was a gift from above. Santa would never fight anyone. Santa loves all of us. No, but he'll go to the post-fight press conference. <laughs> and talk shit. <laughs> yeah, talk shit. About <laughs> we're going on vacation. Yeah, no. Oh, Santa owns this league? Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. And then I say it afterwards, like, <laughs> what is the North Pole fighting competition going to start allowing women fighters? <laughs> I don't even want to know. I did want to get Mrs. Claus in there too. You were against it. Uh, yeah, I tried. I, mean, I know. I don't want to see Miss Claus fight anybody. All right. well, you tell us in the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for listening along. We hope everyone has a great Christmas and a positive 2021. Thanks for everything. We love you and we'll see you soon. We're looking forward to grow in 2021. So please smash that whatever star button you want in ratings <laughs> and podcasts and uh, subscribe and do all that good stuff. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>